Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude Guess, Guess what? what? Hey, hey guys, welcome to episode 24. We're happy to have you. I know, it's like, this is like a, a rare occurrence because we're together. Yeah, we're together because I'm having my baby this week. Yep. I'm, like, so excited. I was just thinking, I'm, like, by the time that this comes out, Liz will either, A, have already had her baby, or B, about to have her. Yeah, still be in the hospital about to have my baby. Yeah. Because you're supposed to go in for... Because we're recording this on Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, you're supposed to go in an induction tomorrow. Yep. Which is Monday. Yeah. In case you don't know the days of the week. And how they follow each other. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm like, I'm so, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited too, dude. I'm so excited to meet him and see what he looks like and have no sleep for the next five years. Yeah, for real. That, yeah, never ends. Um, I feel like we don't have a lot to talk about. I mean, other than, okay, well, we did, we're still invested in the cookie wars. Yeah, if you saw my post, our post over the weekend. Yeah, we're still invested. We went down to Vineyard. Yeah, we and made the, the drive down there. To Dirty Dough. And then we went to Crave. But you and Ryan had already tried Crave. Yeah, we tried Crave two weeks ago, I yeah. want to say. And it was good. I actually really liked it, except I thought that their cookies were a little underbaked. They were a little raw in the middle. See, and we I love that. Oh, well, I mean, I literally like half the cookie, and I poked my finger in it, and it was like complete raw dough. Mm, yum. Mm. But see, but the other thing, the flip side of that is like when you underbake them, that means too that they're still going to be chewy and soft the next day. That's true. That's very true. But I'm also like an underbaker, mm. you know, at I, least when it comes to cookies. I do it a little bit, but that was like a little too raw for me. Yeah. Either way, I still, li- I still liked it. I still hate all yeah. of it. So I mean, but like, so we went to, you guys already tried Crave. Mm-hmm. We went to Dirty Dough yep. um, and then we went to Crave after to go like try. And we're going to be honest here. Mm-hmm. Do you want to break the news or should I? We should break it. Crave was better. Yeah. Like by a long shot. Yeah. By a long shot. And I'm not trying to say that like you shouldn't go try dirty dough. That's the thing is like you have to try it. Right. Yeah. Make your own opinion. And maybe we caught them on a bad day. Yeah. But. The day we had it. Not great. Yeah. Wasn't like too impressed. And like we, we both got like a milk chop. I mean, we actually got all of like yeah, the we flavors. Yeah, we got, yeah, we, we were invested. When I say we were invested. I mean, we got every single flavor. Yeah, how many, how much money did we spent on cookies yesterday? Like 40 bucks. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. For cookies. And, um, yeah, we went to Dirty Dough. They had like, I'm trying to think, they had Pop-Tart, they had Mint, they had. Which was disgusting. Yeah. I didn't try that one, actually. It was so bad. I think I had, like, already invested my time with Crave, like, eating... Yeah, and you're like, I don't even need to waste. Yeah. Well, no, I did try their chocolate chip, and I was like, eh, it's okay. But um, I did think Crave was a whole lot better. I will say, I think that um, Crumble's BTS cookie was way better. Oh, really? I did not think so. Well, that's because mine... You guys didn't even like it from the get-go. Oh, yeah, we did not like it, no. Mine was so good when we we got it, but... um, I, uh, yeah, I, I just was way more impressed with Crave. And the thing too is like going back to the cookie wars part of it, like going in there, they look nothing like crumble cookies. No, they don't. They look like chip cookies to me. Oh yeah. I think they're, I think they're, um, 
Because Chip only makes a couple. They don't make like the funky flavors. They yeah. just do like. I mean, they are stuff. starting to make some cookies. With oh, really? Flavors. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. They're like Crumble's going to come after them too. No, Crumble copied their one of their uh, flavors this oh. week. They oh, did. Yeah. So uh, two weeks ago, Chip did like a strawberry shortcake one, mm. and then this last week, uh, Crumble did. Oh, is that why Ryan was like? I think that they probably got their menu yeah. like beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm I'm more of a pessimist. Where yeah. I'm like, and then yeah, the, right. and then you know how like Crumble did the BTS cake like two weeks ago. Now Chip did a BTS cake this week. <gasps> what? Yeah. So why everyone did we not get that. I don't know. I didn't want to drive. Literally, we drove 45 minutes to Vineyard. Yeah. 45 minutes back. We'd have to drive to a chip, which is in Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. So it's a lot of driving yesterday. Yeah, it was. Austin was like a little trooper. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, the thing, too, is, like, going back to that, they look nothing like crumble cookies. And, like, you know, on this, like, document of crumbles, like, legal, whatever, that you can look up online, Mm -hmm. they talk about how, like, the inside of the store looks similar and the boxes look similar and, like, everything looks similar. And I'm not trying to... I am, like, this is all coming from an unbiased opinion. I did not think anything inside. I actually thought that... Uh, like crave i don't know the location we went to it was in what sandy oh draper Mm -hmm. um and uh i don't know if it was just the location that we went to but we went inside and they just have like like they're it's like picture of like two cookies and it's like in a post like a tacky like poster uh frame oh gosh do you know what i'm talking about like like a 15 year old yeah like that and I was just like, there is nothing similar. similar. But also, like, it's an industrial kitchen, you know? Like, how else, where else are you supposed to bake cookies? Like, yeah. how, how different can it get? Anyway. And I do appreciate the lady where, because Ryan and I both went in, and um, she, we were like, what should we get? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, should we get Biscoff? And the lady was like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> she was giving her, her the, yeah, their honest like, opinion. Don't get that. So I was, like, appreciative that she was, like, yeah, this way. Didn't lead you astray. She's, like, yeah, it's delicious. And then you get home and you're, like, ugh. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, last night, we just hung out, really. We just hung out. Didn't do much. We're just waiting for this baby to come. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, actually, current events. Oh, yeah, current event corner. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That actually sounded like the trumpet of the queen coming. Um, (laughs) Or the jester. Dude, Keith, oh my gosh, Keith Davidson and Keith Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be their new, like, couple name. Keith, Keith, Keith Davidson. And Pim. Pim. And Pim. And Pim Kardashian. Okay, <laughs> Kim and Pete are officially over. I literally was just about to say Keith and Pim. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Let's tell them. We'll okay. DM them. Like, we came up with a celebrity name for you guys, even though you broke up. They broke up. Which yeah. I'm actually, like, fine. I don't give a crap. Yeah, he's, like, dirty. Like, he's gross to oh, me. Oh, I thought you meant, like, dirty. No, 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 no. <laughs> he just, like, looks gross to me. He looks dirty to me. Yeah, that's the other thing is I'm, like, I mean, I don't know. It's just that whole, that pairing was, like, so weird. Yeah. I, I, part of me is, like, was it a publicity stunt on both their parts? Probably. I mean, nine months is, like, a good try you know at a relationship whatever yeah but but you know what he um i was reading because somebody posted about it and Mm -hmm. i was like what the heck and um and so i went online and stuff and it was like he got a bunch of tattoos that are about her like my girl's a lawyer do you think they're real though yeah 
I, he's already tatted up. Like, what's one more? That's you know? true. I was just going to say And then he got, um, he got one that said, like, I don't know what their kid, her kids' names are. North. Star. North State, Star. West. West. East. East Star. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but he got, like, one of each of their initials. Like, hmm. K-N-S-P or whatever. Okay. Isn't that weird? Like, I'm just like, I mean, I don't I know. No I have no idea. Yeah, I. Uh, but I'm also like a big Kanye West fan, so More, seriously, I he's love nutty. Him. I think he like is. You past tense loved him, or you still love him? No, stuff? I still love him. Like I think he brings like reality to their lives. Mm. Like you know, her little girl is like twelve or thirteen. I don't. Maybe she's not even twelve. She mm. might be even ten. And she's like on TikTok and stuff, and I'm like, what child should be on? TikTok? She like doing those dances. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i just did a dance for bridget it's not good though yeah but anyway and i just think he's like she's like you know. you're a savage but i also <laughs> love classy but bougie ratchet did you ever see that no oh no. gosh i don't okay. even i don't have a tiktok okay okay but um i love kanye also just i like him as a rapper so yeah which people probably don't know but like i love. bridget used to be ghetto fabulous and she's love rap yeah. But it's like, uh, if you guys knew me in high school, like, I wouldn't even be the same person. <laughs> I love rap. No, not even just high school. Like, college, too. In your early 20s. Yeah. I just feel like once I had kids, you kind of just are like... But it's like, let's let's watch Bluey. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, but that's kind of the... What was the other one? That was it, dude. Saw? Wait, oh, what? I thought that we saw another current event. No. And we were like, what? No, we just knew we wanted to talk about cookies and current event. Oh, okay. Okay, so today we have a fun topic. We're going to be talking about the restaurant industry um, with some friends from high school. We have Olivia and Beth. You guys say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Um, we went all we all went to high school together. And literally earlier today, I was like, man, how long ago did we graduate high school? And I had to do the math because I can't do that kind of math in my head. So that was 15 years ago. Wow. Well, <laughs> I know. Like like, I know. So I'm, I'm always like, man, that just seems like, you know, like a blink away. But holy crap, 15 years is a long freaking time. Yes. But did you guys have we, a 10 year reunion at all or no? <laughs> yeah, I didn't go. Did you go? I didn't go. I didn't go to the 10 year one, but I heard a lot about it. Well, I saw about it. I just didn't go. <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't go. Did you My go to yours? Best? Was like around COVID, and oh, so it was like nothing. And then I think they tried to do something after, but it was just like they combined hours with like the year below my me. So oh, it was, really? Yay! Like you guys all gonna have a reunion together? I didn't go <laughs> to it, but like, just kind of funny. Did you I go to yours, Beth? You didn't go. I was. I was planning on it and then I fell asleep at my <laughs> pool party <laughs> and then woke up a few hours later and I was like, You're like dang it. <laughs> Psych. Yeah. Dang. Like Maybe the 20 or 30. I don't know. I'm not really like school spirit anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I feel like one that I like from high school still, which is like three people. So. Exactly. Right. Also, like social media, I also feel like I don't really need to go because if I want to see what someone's up to, I can just like look up, look them up on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, you have Instagram now. Yeah. So anyway, 
Okay, so let's hop into it. You guys are in the restaurant industry. I know this is something I actually know zero about because I've never worked, I've never been a waitress or a server or like like done the front desk or anything. So this is like a whole new subject for me. I've always just been on the other end of things. <laughs> um, so tell us how you guys got in got into this industry, what it's like, like how long you've I been will, in I do just want to preface this with I was or preface this with. I was so pumped when Liz told me that, um, like we had two people that were coming on to talk about the restaurant industry. Cause I was like, this is going to be a sweet episode because I feel like you kind of get like the background of how things work, but also I'm also like, are these people going to spit in my food? If I like, <laughs> I don't know. You just like have so many things that like, sometimes you wonder, like, at least for me, if I'm going to like pick up food, like, a, I don't know, like, like Papa Murphy's or something dumb like that. And they're like, Hey, do you want to tip your waiter or do you want to tip whoever Bridget, you're getting ahead of our yourself? bro? Okay, sorry. <laughs> but I'm just saying that is that when I found out that they were coming on, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is going to be awesome. So sorry. Okay. Back to how you guys got into the industry. Yeah, I there's uh, there's like levels to it as well. I think um, I've I've worked in the industry like on and off for a long time. My first job was at Jamba Juice, which I guess technically counts. Um, but I got I got back into it um, when my partner's parents decided to open some restaurants. So their first one was like a fast casual. So I, I worked there for a little bit and then I got like a desk job, then COVID happened and I got tired of working from the office. So when stuff started opening back up, I got another job at kind of like a, like a new concept, like fast casual, but it still had like table side service with drinks. And so I did that for a little bit. And then now where I'm at is kind of like, I want to say fine dining, but not like high end like white tablecloth, but it is a nicer restaurant where mm -hmm. you do have like the full service of like hosts getting sat, having a server, that kind of a thing. So I've been doing it for like a, a while. Okay. Um, I, this is, I'd say my first experience with fine dining, I was a server slash bartender at a dive bar in West Jordan. And I don't care about name dropping because this place <laughs> was a nightmare uh do you remember off redwood road between like 70th and 90th there or excuse me 78th and 90th there was this bar called the foxhole yeah is that still open <laughs> no oh, okay i was like i don't think uh, any yeah okay okay uh so the foxhole got bought <clears throat> by an old co-worker of mine his girlfriend and she turned it into this bar called Bar Down, which is like a hockey bar. And I was working at um, an office job at the time. And he said, hey, I'm looking for, my girlfriend needs people to work at her bar. Do you wanna do that? And I was like, yeah, sure. How hard could it be? Whatever, because um, I had worked, I was working for Budweiser at the time. Um, my friend called, <laughs> called me a beer wench. <laughs> so I go to events for Budweiser and like just promote their stuff so it's like how hard can it be yeah whatever um they got shut down for like health code violations love that yeah super awesome so <laughs> I worked there for about a year and a half and then 
um, did not work in the food industry again. This was around circa 2016 to 2018. And then I got a fancy office job. And then in December of last year, Olivia and I reconnected and she was like, hey, do you want a job in a restaurant? And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. So you guys work I, at the same place together then? We do. Mm-hmm. I okay. started out there as a server and um, we had like a really crazy incident with a, one of the managers and they had to exit. So I kind of just got thrown into like, okay, you, you're going to be a manager now. Cause you have like the most experience, which wasn't a lot. <laughs> so I just like managed by myself, like a whole restaurant for two weeks while like the owners were on vacation. The yeah. other team was on vacation. We just got rid of a manager <laughs> and I knew yeah, Beth wasn't crazy. working. So I called her up and I was like, listen, please come work for me because I really need some like good, solid servers. Okay. So that's kind of how we like started working together again that's fun I loved working with my friends I always thought that was fun so it's awesome yeah yeah it it helps when you like the people that you work with because serving is a very physically demanding job and you are doing a lot of like multitasking and so you're having to keep track of a lot of things mentally and the last thing you want to do is like come to work and deal with like work drama when people don't get along so it definitely helps I think um when you like the people you're serving with right yeah definitely helps on the shifts like I check the schedule every day for who's working so I know what kind of night I'm gonna have Um, (laughs) like am I gonna have to pick up slack is this gonna be easy are our sweet baby boys working tonight (laughs) we work with a lot of like little frat boys yeah we Um, work with a lot of like kids who go to the U so they're just like these little college boys oh my heck I love it (laughs) they are so cute and honestly ridiculous Well, that makes for a fun atmosphere. So Olivia, you were just saying like, you have to like keep a lot of things like mentally organized. Mm -hmm. So are you like that? Like not at work? Are are you, or are you like uh, all that brain power goes into work? Like I know like for my work, um, when I'm like multitasking, whatever in my personal life, I'm like, um, that's like, not as like, like, I I don't need to do that as much. Right. Do you do that? Like in your own personal life, or are you still like really like regimented and like, uh, organized mentally that way does that make sense yeah um I guess probably not I think like the the biggest thing is depending on the shift you work like I'm really bad at cleaning at home because I spend so much of my time just like cleaning up after other people Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I get home like the last thing I want to do is clean or cook Mm -hmm. and I, I think like I try to be really good at it and it's not that it's like I I honestly love my job. Like I, there's so many fun things about working in the industry, but like that is the taxing thing is you're just always cleaning. Like you're constantly cleaning. So when you get home, you just don't want to do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, that's how I feel like when I go to my parents, I'm like, <laughs> oh, whatever. Bring my two kids. And I'm like, I, I ain't cleaning a single thing. Oh wait. Yeah. That part is true. I thought you're saying, cause mom and dad are clean. I'm like, no, Bridget comes over to my parents' house and she's just like, garbage what garbage <laughs> she's just like living in toys that's all I do is like I stay home with my boys and so I'm like man I'm cleaning all the freaking time so when I go and visit home I'm like yeah <laughs> somebody else pick up after this 
it's me. It's me. I don't have kids, but um, I do sometimes feel like being a manager is similar in a lot of ways. Like half of the time, I just feel like I'm like taking care of everybody's problems. <laughs> so I'm like this, I feel like this is probably what it's like to be a parent where you're just trying to be like, everyone, please get along and be nice to each other. And I hope no one cries today. <laughs> Dude, I freaking love that. Okay. So I want to know, okay, so we know you guys got into the industry and I guess like my biggest thing that I have on here and Bridget was talking about it before we started going is about tipping because do you guys have TikTok? Yeah. Okay. Did you see that thing on TikTok about the guy who didn't tip the, um, like, you know, when they turn the iPad around and it's like, they haven't, it looks like they haven't done anything. Right. Cause you're like, you're literally taking my order and pulling it out of a case. Oh, so have you seen yeah. that on TikTok? I haven't seen it, but Okay. So like there was that, he's basically saying like, I don't want to tip because you aren't doing anything. Right. So I want to know like the process on tipping what's expected when it's not expected. Well, what happens with it? Because I heard that like, um, cause my brother used to work at Marie calendars in like West Valley, like in high school, like all high school and maybe even some after high school a little bit. I don't remember. But I remember, I feel like, cause he, wasn't he a server too, Liz? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of the tip went to like the person that cleans the table after, is that called a bus boy or something? Mm-hmm. So I kind of also want to know like the logistics. I'll let Beth speak more to this. Cause I unfortunately don't get tips anymore, <laughs> but she, she does. And she can talk all about it. I think so. I have always been, me personally, I have always been a high tipper because I know that servers in the industry in the state of Utah legally make like $2 an hour, right? Yeah. It's not even minimum wage. It's, I, did not, how was that I thought it was minimum at least. No, mm-hmm. no, because, because it is a tipping heavy industry, they can somehow legally get away with paying you like two to three dollars an hour so for that reason alone I have always been a high tipper and if the service is really bad like really bad then I'm tipping 15 20 percent like that's okay wait yeah that's my minimum what do you what's your percentage usually when you tip now I feel like am I stingy I feel like I usually tip like minimum I usually do 20 I think 20s, 18 to 20 is like the standard now, I feel like. Yeah. So that's like really regular for um, the tips that I normally get Um, on at the end of our shift, we have this little um, technology from Toast that like tells you the percentage of what your tips were from your sales. And Mm -hmm. I typically average anywhere between 23 to 28% on my tips. Okay. So, um, you can, I can tell how people are going to tip based on their demographic <laughs> information. Mm-hmm. Um, like people, my parents age, I know are solid 10% tippers <laughs> because in, in this state, it's very much like 10% for God, 10% for servers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so funny they they basically more than that um sometimes 
big parties are hit or miss because you can either get like a really, really fat tip from a big party uh, because typically if they spend more money, you have a higher chance of getting a bigger tip. That's just kind of like how that shakes out. Yeah. Um, so we love big parties for that reason, because it means less work for more money. Typically, at least that's how I view big tables. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, do you guys, I think like as far as structure wise, um, the servers usually get paid like the lowest wage out of everyone who works at the restaurant. So you usually have like your front of house is your host bussers you have a bartender and then your servers so the servers usually get the lowest rate because they're making a tip so they'll do like a tip out and every restaurant is like different so at ours the servers give like 20 percent of their tips to the front of the house and so that's just split between like the bussers and the hosts and like whoever else is helping out we have like food runners as well and then the bartenders usually have like their own tip pool that they keep and so everybody else kind of like at least for our structure makes a little bit more money because they're getting a little bit of tips but like not as much as the server so if you're like a good server you can really really do some like good money (laughs) yeah yeah like Cinco de Mayo because we work at um, a Mexican restaurant was a fat tip day for me. I think <laughs> oh, I made about like $700 working a double shift. Hey, yo. Whoa. Yeah. So it was like money, money, money. And <laughs> that's why like servers love cash tips because that's like, like they get to keep that cash at the end of the night. If you tip on a credit card, then they have to like wait till they get their paycheck. Cause it just adds oh. up. So anytime you can tip cash, like the servers will love you so much because it's like instant cash for them. I did not know that. I thought it like came out of like the register at the end of the night. The see, these are things I do not know. So, and I never carry cash. I'm always just like, I only have a card, but maybe I should carry cash around more often. That's at least when you go to a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. If they like you can typically, I love other industry people because they tip fat and they tip in cash, cash (laughs) and we love them for it. Yeah. And you know, the tip out isn't really, I don't mind tip sharing if the people that I'm working with pull their weight. Mm. So that's the only thing about tip sharing that can get kind of like, you ever say anything? Um, Luckily, we have really good managers like Olivia, who very much encourage like, hey, you're sharing tips with these people. So if you need help, ask them (laughs) for it. Mm -hmm. So, Like just as like a reminder, but we've got some really good um, bussers. Yeah. Um, One in particular, I will not name who it is, but he's a sweet baby angel and I love him so much. Like I would gladly like we tip him out extra. Yeah. Like if you do a really good job, I will tip you out of my own cash at the end of the night because you're helping me out. When I was (laughs) serving, I would, um, one thing about, I feel like servers, they get really competitive about tables. Cause like, that's how you make money. So I would give like cash to the host to be like, seat me like the higher like high rollers and like seat me all of like as many tables as you can mm-hmm. just because like I I want to get the most tables possible because that's how like I as a server yeah. can make the 
most money. You like need the quantity over. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Quantity. yeah. yeah. So okay. Is, is tip sharing like, is that um, like the norm in all of restaurant industry type of thing? Okay. I wasn't sure if that was. Yeah. Like where we are, I think like, um, there it's weird. There's different levels. Like, have you guys ever been to hall pass at the gateway or heard of it? Uh So it's kind of like a new concept where they're calling it like fast casual, where it's going to be nicer than like fast food, but it's not like a sit down restaurant. So it's like, you go up to a person and you like, it's like what you're talking about. They take your order on a toast device. They don't bring it out to you. Like you have to go get it when it's ready. So like those kind of places are popping up more. And I think it kind of changes like that aspect of how the tip thing works. Like ours is so different because we're providing way more of a service. And so I feel like it's kind of a weird balance. Like a lot of those fast casual places will pay people more money because I feel like the tip isn't as like much of an expected thing. Yeah. I guess that's how I, I mean, how I view that too, is like, the person taking my order is not doing like a whole lot. The person that's actually doing a lot is the cook in the back, right? They're the, I mean, this is what I think. I have, I really don't know if this is even like accurate. So like when they're like, do you want a tip? I'm like, for you, like you literally just like type, you know, dot, dot, dot that in there, that money should be going to somebody else. I don't know. But then I have to be, I'm the one that's going and like getting my food. And then I bust my own table, like at Mm -hmm. the end. So, I mean, that's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm well, what do you guys do? Do you guys, if you guys are going into a place like that, do you guys tip? I usually, yeah, but not like my standard. Yeah. I usually just give like a little bit. Cause I know they do share it. Um, like what, like 10%, 15%. Yeah. Like, like 10 or 15. Mm-hmm. I feel like people also, it's interesting. Like we get a lot of to go orders and people like, don't tip on those which I kind of get. Cause you're like, Oh, you're picking it up. But like, we still have to like cook it and package it and like take time out of like taking care of an in-person guest to like get your to go order ready. So those, I do feel like if you're going to order from like a sit down restaurant, like a takeout curbside, like I always feel like you should tip cause people are putting in like work to put that together for you. Yeah. I um, get it. I mean, I like, I get so nervous at to goes or like even just I don't know any of those like going up to an iPad because I'm always just so nervous that they're gonna spit in my food. So I'm always like, yes, 15, 18%. Okay. Like I just am like get so nervous. I mean, in a regular sit-down restaurant, my husband definitely is like a higher tipper than what I normally am, but his family like tips over everything. Like we could be like they could pick up a couch and they would tip the person that's like giving us the couch. Like Bless those people. Send them away. Yeah. I know, but it's like so it's like ruined to me because sometimes I'll be doing something and going and like, I don't know, like doing the same type of thing or something similar. And I'm like, am I supposed to tip this person? Like it could be like, I don't even, I can't even give you like somebody order pickup at Walmart. Like it feels like it's expected for everything now, but I, I don't know. I guess it comes down to preference. I think the way I like think about it for a sit down restaurant is like, it's more about the experience, which is what we want to give you. Like we're, we want you to come in. You don't have to worry about like cooking for yourself. You don't have to worry about cleaning up. Mm -hmm. Like we will take care of you when you're there. And like the biggest thing I want people to know is 
if you don't like something or like, you don't like your food, we don't care. Like, tell us, we don't ever See, get I always like keep it yeah, inside. Never. No, like I feel I can so tell. bad. I can tell when people don't like the food and like, it does not bother me. I'm not the one who cooked it. I'm not the one who has to pay for it. Like yeah. we want you to come in and feel really taken care of. And so it doesn't bother us when people are like, I didn't really like this or like, this didn't taste how I thought it would. Can I get something different? We'll totally do it for you. hundred percent. If you're like, if you're not rude about it, but like, <laughs> I think people get afraid to like speak their mind, but you guys have to pay for it. Like we want you to have a good time. <laughs> Tell us what you need. You know. How does that work though? Like when somebody doesn't like their, I don't know if Liz had that on there. So I'm sorry. I didn't, but this is a good question. How, I like, did not. How does that work? Like, does obviously they have to re go, like go make it again. But, um, is it kind of just like, Hey, like you didn't cook this good. Like this person doesn't like it. And do they get in trouble or like, is it no? Okay. I just was curious. I have taken food back a couple of times. So we have like a steak on our menu and sometimes people will order something medium rare and then they get it medium rare and they're like, oh, this is more rare than I thought. Can I, it's me a little bit longer (laughs) and you know, that happens all the time. And so that's one of the important things about being a server is, you know, checking in after you get the food because like Olivia said, I'm there to make this experience good for you. So like, you're here to be taken care of. That's my job is to like, take care of you. And then if something is wrong, we just take it back to the kitchen and say, Hey, can we cook this a little bit longer? Or they didn't like this flavor. Can we do something else? And the kitchen's always like, okay, like it's no sweat off their back. Yeah. They don't care. Nobody, like nobody's making a fuss. Dude, this is making me feel here. so much like better about wanting to do it. I know like when we've gone to Ruth's Chris, sometimes like the steak is too rare for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, I'll just eat the edges and I'll take this home and like cook it for tomorrow. Because yeah. I always feel so bad because I'm like, dude, they're like, you guys are like, they're slaving away back there, dude. And it's like a thousand degrees, you know, cooking steaks. So I'm just like, eh, I don't know. So yeah. I, I just have like a, my own, in my own head, but Bridget's in-laws will tell them. Like when we've been, oh when yeah, we, when, and they're like, yeah, this is not how we expected. Oh, yeah, I'm they like, have oh, no snap. problem. Like, well, my father-in-law, like, great guy. He's a very like confrontational person, though. So he like, and I don't think he's like meaning to be rude about whatever, but he will definitely be like, because my in-laws they go to roost Chris a lot. Like, I swear, every like birthday or like Christmas Eve has been their biggest thing every year. But like, so when we go and the last couple of times it hasn't been, Liz went with us one of the last times, but, um, the the steaks were like really undercooked and, um, I like my steak well done, like pitch black. But, um, anyway, my father-in-law is like, yeah, this isn't good. Like, can we, like, this is way we asked for this and this isn't it. And I'm like, deep down, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what are you doing? (laughs) But at the same time, I'm like, okay, cool. Now they're now like what we're actually, actually like wanting. Yeah. Yeah. Happen. I mean, also like you have to realize too, like we see a lot of people that are like rotating through constantly. And so like, we might remember someone who seemed a little bit rude and like go in the back and be like oh man this customer is like really annoying me but then like literally at the end of the day you leave all that stuff there because you come back and it's like a new day new customers so Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I think for the most part, like, especially people who have been serving or like bartending for a long time, you just, you don't get offended. Cause you just know, like people just are going to be the way that they're going to be. So like, we just, it's no sweat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about in the back, like, uh, so-and-so <laughs> is being like, I had a lady tell me how to pour water once to which I just, I have a really hard time with having a poker face. So I had to remind myself, I'm like, don't react. Just say, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait. Okay, like, here, had, here's the jug. You do it, please. We had the weirdest lady come in who said the most like insane thing to Beth. I, I was like, oh, I've so never had a, I've never had a customer like, cause we're downtown. We're in a nicer part. Like, I feel like the customer base we have is yes. like, they're pretty friendly. They're like there to spend money and have a good time. But this lady, okay, <laughs> this was very bizarre. We have okay. a patio. And so sometimes people will come in and this woman came in with a baby in a carrier. And she said, Hey, can I just, she poked her head and she said, Hey, can I just sit on your patio? And Olivia and I were up front. We're like, yeah, sure. So see already your face. What does that mean? What does she that mean? Your own food. On you your say patio? she got her own food. Do you want like service? And so she sits, she spends some time sitting at different tables of which are all the same. I would like you to know that it's over a hundred degrees outside. And I am now concerned for this child because it's a baby and it is so hot. So she sits down, we go to bring her water and chips and salsa, which is like our greeting thing. And by the time we bring it out, she's fiddling around in her car. So now we're not sure if she's staying. So she's at her car. She comes back. I go outside again. I'm like, hello, welcome in. My name is Beth. How can I help you? And she right off the bat, she's like, hey, I need that mezcal drink. The one that you make. What? Cool. (laughs) We have a lot of cocktails. We have like 15 cocktails. cocktails. And a lot, sorry, a lot of them are tequila and mezcal based because it's a Mexican restaurant. And so I start rattling off some of these cocktails. I'm like, do you have a picture? Can you pull it up on the menu? I just want to make sure I'm getting the right thing. And so we determined that it's a drink that we used to have on our old um, menu. And so I tell her, Hey, that's something we had on our own menu. We've changed our drink, our drinks. I'm not sure if we have the ingredients. Do you mind if I go check with our bartender and see if that's something we can accommodate for you? And she's like, fine. She's getting like all huffy and puffy about it. I'm like, all right, lady. So I go to ask our bartender who, by the way, it's just the three of us. There's like three, it's like a lunchtime, like weird lunchtime thing. Our bartender called out. So it was just me and another server who also is a bartender. And so I'm waiting for her to be done with her tables because I'm not going to like barge up and be like, hey, can you answer this question real quick? Mm -hmm. So we... (laughs) Well, I am asking my coworker about this. This lady goes out to her car a third time and she's like sitting in her vehicle. So we're not sure. I'm like, are you staying? Are you going? Do I need to play that song by the clash? Like what's, <laughs> what's happening right now? So I go out there and she's now getting in like the front seat of her car. And I go out there and I'm like, hi, ma'am. Are you, are you planning on staying? And she's like, she's like, I don't know what your problem is. It seems like you don't want to serve me. You don't want to be here. I don't know why everything is taking so long. 
and you can't even make me a single drink, which is the only reason that I came here. So you just lost yourself a customer. And I went like this and she's like, you need to check your face. <laughs> oh my and gosh. Got her car and drove off and it's like, excuse me, ma'am. You went to your car three separate times. This oh, whole, this whole thing was like 15 minutes long. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. It was what? so Dude. some people will just be wild and out. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh man. There are so many questions. I'm nervous. I'm getting ahead of myself, but have you guys talking, like, have you guys ever seen somebody like leave, like in, not in, not in that situation, but of like eaten dinner and just leave, like did not pay the bill. Oh, try and dine and dine and dash. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Yeah. 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 I've had it happen one time and I chased after them. Yeah. What? I'm not paying for their bill. So is that what has happened? It comes out of your dollar plus check. That's not, I'm not paying for that. But that's what happens is like, that is on the server type of thing or. If it's a, if it's a dine and dash, we wouldn't make the servers cover it. But if it's something else that is like something they messed up on, like I've had servers like forget to charge like a table for something oh. or like they close out like the wrong table and the other customers already left. Like I've had a few things happen oh. like that. And so generally like they would be responsible, but if you dine and dash, like the restaurant just has to eat the cost. It's just kind of, it's just kind of like a dick. It's move. just, it's yeah. crappy. And like, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie waiting. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's super old baby Ryan Reynolds, Anna Ferris. It's about the restaurant industry. And it's very much like, have you ever spat in someone's food? Like this is a crappy diner um, <laughs> kind of a situation where I would maybe be worried if someone that someone would spit in my food, but uh, oh my I'm going to have to watch that. It's um, it's a little crass. We, yeah. we don't spit in anyone's food though. I promise. Absolutely not. I have not. I have thought about it once. I was like, I am so irritated at this person that I would like to do that, but I don't handle the food. So, and also that's That's true. Gross. Have you ever heard? I mean, here's the things, right? At least in my perspective, like you, I hear these things. They're like, oh yeah, I know someone that got something, blah, blah, blah. You know, do you guys hear it's urban myth? Okay. Okay. So you don't really know anybody that's ever like, you know, I've gotten that person's food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. not for us. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I feel like also every kitchen is different. Like we try to, ours is pretty clean compared to like what you see or what you would see from most places. Um, I think like there's a misconception that like we'll do gross things or like pick up food off the floor or like, I don't know. It doesn't, uh -uh. it does not happen really. Like there's quality control. Everybody who works there has to have like food handlers permit. And like, I think you can look up like what restaurants get for their like health inspection and you can literally get bad marks for like the tiniest, tiniest things. So if you see a restaurant and it has like a lower score, it doesn't necessarily mean that like it's dirty. Like we got an infraction for employees having like cups of water without a lid on it, which is like a health code violation. So like tiny things like that. So I feel like it's kind of hard to judge places off of like 
what they get for ratings. Cause you, there's really dumb minute stuff you can get like docked for. There are places like red ginger that also is now called red mermaid. And now I think it's called red something else. Wait, is this the place on 33rd? Yes, yeah. baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm like, I've been there. It's not okay. I'm what you say. Is it is it an Asian restaurant? It's, it was sushi long it, time ago. Is it still sushi? sushi? It's fifty percent off sushi, and so really? there are some places that if you go and you're like, oh wow, I'm getting half off sushi rolls. This is a great deal. There's a reason, right? Not, that's definitely not always the case. There's a fifty percent off sushi roll place like Ichiban down the street that's actually a lot better quality. Um, but my point being is that. I think it also like our kitchen staff cares, Mm -hmm. like they care about the quality of what they're putting out. Um, And I think that makes like a really big difference. Like everyone at the restaurant wants to be there and wants to see it succeed. Mm -hmm. And you can tell based off of like the quality of their performance and the quality of their work. And like, we have really great owners and I think everyone wants to see them succeed and will do what they can to help out in that aspect. Right. So it's very much like very, it's very much a family camaraderie, com- camaraderie, camaraderie. That's what I was looking for. And we're literally thing. always cleaning. <laughs> like I used to be a maid and I'm doing more cleaning in a restaurant industry than I ever did at somebody's if house. If we're not helping you at your table, we're cleaning something. Yes. <laughs> That's reassuring. Honestly, because sometimes I like, okay, have you ever seen like any of those? Um, oh my gosh. What is his name? Gordon Ramsay shows like the kitchen oh, yeah. nightmares. And I'm always like, oh. what goes on back there? You know, I don't know. So I, those are like the worst places. Yeah. I, I would say like, generally you don't have to be worried about like things being dirty because <laughs> like they deep like we watch them clean yeah. every single night and they're all like the kitchen is always cleaning they're always like they're cooking they're cleaning we're cleaning we're cleaning it's just cleaning. cleaning all the time yeah that is reassuring to this germaphobe so that's good okay wait Same. so I'm a germaphobe. um speaking of like the state or i don't know the audits what's it called inspections i'm losing yeah. my mind this has really nothing to do with what we're I've been talking about, but have you guys seen The Bear on Hulu? Yeah, I just started it. Okay, it's so good. But I just thought of that because they have like, they get an inspection, they get like shut down anyway. And their kitchen is like disgusting inside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I wouldn't work somewhere if I thought the kitchen was gross. Truly. Okay. Like I would, I'm not doing that. Like if I don't want to be back there and eat your food, I'm not going to go out in the front of house and tell people that, Hey, this is the best food that you've never had in Salt Lake city. (laughs) What what other questions are you guys dying to know? What other insight can we give you? So the insight info I want to know is what makes an annoying guest and like, what do you do to get if, if you do anything, like, what do you do to get back at them? I just try and get them out of there as fast as possible. So if there's an annoying guest, I'm almost more attentive because okay. I don't want them to linger. So I, yeah. and you can typically tell how they're going to be within the first couple minutes of interaction. So like when I go over and introduce myself, I'm trying to get a read of how fast is this person trying to be here? Are they like 
easygoing? Are they like, we're here. We don't want any appetizers. We don't want any drinks. We want our food. We're leaving, Mm -hmm. which those tables are actually kind of great because the faster you can turn a table, the more you, the more money you'll get, because that just means more tables. Yeah. Um, but if they're annoying, I try and be like <laughs> super on the ball and extra nice to them. So they don't have a reason to be, they don't have a justification to be mean to me. Yeah. But what makes an annoying, like, what would you, what would you say makes an annoying uh, customer? Um, someone who is condescending and speaks to staff or like people who are rude to wait staff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like they're, it doesn't, it really doesn't happen very often okay. is the thing. Yeah. People are generally very kind. Um, I think that lady who told me to check my face <laughs> is like a one, every 100 people I interact with. Okay. So it's very low. Um, they're annoying if they're like nitpicky, like I, we have a group of finance bros who come in every week. We don't care for them. They tip really poorly. They're really particular about things that don't matter. Like he wants a full glass of Coke and a cup full of crushed ice, not cubed ice (laughs) and a third glass just with the lemon and the straw and like weird stuff like that. Like some people are very particular. They'll come in with the whole food allergy list. Like, Hey, can you accommodate this to which I'm like, why are you even eating out? Many <laughs> things you're allergic to. Like this is maybe not for you. Um, or I don't know. What do you think makes an annoying guest? I think for me, it's less about like being annoying and maybe more like being considerate. Like um it's really difficult for us to like accommodate people who need to like add a bunch more people to like a reservation last minute when we're really busy um it's I think like it's hard when your server comes to your table and like with or like your food runner with your food and we're trying to get a like who's food is this and like you're just ignoring them and like not paying attention or like that kind of thing makes it just hard for us to do our job and I think like the the biggest thing that makes you an annoying guest is we call it camping it's basically like when you get a customer who they'll order like they'll order something they'll order their food they'll finish up they don't want to order a dessert they ask for their check and then they just sit at the table for like another hour oh my gosh yeah because like if you think about it that means that your server can't sit another group of people and you're not buying anything. So they cannot make money. Right. They just have to watch the other servers get tables. So it's like, we don't mind about like, if you have specific food things or like you want this, this way, like it can be like, ugh, whatever. Like we'll kind of, we'll, we'll make fun of you maybe. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) We'll, we'll tease you in the back, but like, I'll bring all your stuff out and I'm not going to make a stink about it, but it's more about just like, kind of like not being respectful of like our time and like the work that we're putting in for you. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're going to stay at a restaurant for three and a half hours, you better be tipping fat. Yeah. And like be ordering so that you're like, yeah. they're making money. Yeah. Are you guys able to say anything to people that like are doing camp or whatever? No. There's Dang. just like not a nice way no, we like, to hey. go up to say to someone like, Hey, can you go we aggressively (laughs) we aggressively hit like we'll clear all of like 
everything off the table. So you have your water cups and then we'll stop refilling the water. And then when all the water's gone, if you're still there, we'll take all the cups take away. The cups. And then if you're still there, I'll come up and say, how is your experience tonight? Is there anything else we can do for you guys? And I'll have to do that a couple of times until they get there. <laughs> is that so awkward for you? Um, yeah, some people are like, okay about it. And some people have been like, not super happy about it. Like, I don't know. We try to let people who get there close to closing, like stay as long as like possible. But like, so on a weeknight, we close at nine. If it's like 1030 and you're still there, like we want to go home, dudes. Like you can have yeah. a conversation at your house. <laughs> let yeah. us leave. We had a, there was a couple watching a UFC fight on their phone in the 400s that's like by the bar they would not leave so like when olivia says we like aggressively hint it was like we stopped doing the water and like all the chairs are up by them all the lights are, all the lights are, down. are on like nobody's around so i went up and i was like hey can i clear this for you and he's like our cups and i was like yep <laughs> you're like unless you unless you want to close the bar and like sometimes the bartenders like the bartender was like wouldn't it be so nice to be at home in your sweats right now watching a movie and I was like yeah people <laughs> wouldn't that be nice if if you're watching this UFC fight from the comfort of your home oh, like there's there's not a nice way to say it the only yeah. time I've heard a nice way of hey you guys got to clear out was I think it was like 11 30 and you're like our patio is closing in um, couple minutes please oh right it, it closed 30 minutes ago please leave yeah, yeah there's just not a nice way to do it yeah. and not have backlash we're just like that. super passively aggressively extra extra nice to people who annoy us yeah so is that that's yeah. all yeah. kindness leads to like the next question is like do you guys feel like you take longer to serve people who are rude or is it more just like i want to get you out yeah yep. get out of here <laughs> Like I, if they're being fussy, I try and figure out what they're being fussy about. <laughs> and sometimes the, sometimes I just like eat it. And like, if I mess up and someone, this actually happened. I, there was someone, I was out in the patio and I forgot. I just simply forgot to put in someone's order. It was busy. I messed up. And yeah. so he got so mad. <laughs> He got so mad and came into the restaurant and like started yelling and I had to go get one of the, one of the managers. And I told him and I said, listen, I'm so sorry. This is on me. Let me comp your meals for you. I forgot to put your order in. I'm so sorry. It'll be out in a couple of minutes. And I think he was just having a really bad, stressful day because he's, I've seen him come back to the restaurant more than once. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes people just like, we mess up. They're not having a good day. It's a perfect storm for someone to be grumpy pants. And in situations like that, you just got to eat it mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I messed up. What can I do to make this better? So I, I do that when I mess up because I find that people are more receptive to that sure. instead of yeah. lying and saying, Oh, I didn't forget your meal when I like clearly did <laughs> 20 minutes. So I'll like 
either like discount their meals, I'll pay for it out of my pocket, I'll give them dessert because like that's on me, right? Yeah. And I don't want them to have a bad experience or a worse experience than they've already had and like take it out on the restaurant. Right. right. Because I give a crap about <laughs> <laughs> my place of employment. <laughs> But that's very rare. Like that doesn't happen very often. People typically aren't all up in arms. He was just having an extra grumpy day. So what's, what's the worst customer then you guys have ever had? I think it was that guy who just yelled at me in front of the entire restaurant. And I just kind of sat there for a couple of minutes (laughs) and was like, okay, I'm really sorry. What can (laughs) I do to make it better? And then it was our other um, our old GM came up and he's like, listen, dude, what can I do for it? What do you want? <laughs> How can I make this better? You want a free meal? We'll take care of it. You want free dessert? We'll take care of it. We can't discount your drinks. That's the law, but like, it's on us. What do I need to do to make this go away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Olivia? I feel like maybe not. Th- I wouldn't maybe call it the worst. Cause honestly, I feel like I've just had so many like weird experiences, but, um, One of the most like uncomfortable ones I had, I, one of the real housewives of Salt Lake city came in. She's not on it anymore. You Jenny was her name. I think. Oh, Jen Shaw. No, the other one, the newer one who already left. Oh, I don't know. The only one I know about is Jen Shaw. She, she, anyway, she was on the show. She came in like with her family and her husband was just like, one of those guys who's like very like let me mansplain everything to you and so just like every time I came to the table he just had like some kind of comment about everything and like he at one point goes do you know who she is and I was like yeah and he goes okay I was just making sure because I mean like she's a pretty big deal like what why would you ever (laughs) it was just a bizarre a bizarre experience and terrible tippers I'm sorry I wish you would have said no I wish you would have been like no who are you like you know like give them like a little dose of reality like I we've had like a couple of like I guess like Utah famous people come in and that's the first time one of them has ever been like do you know who I am? <laughs> like, so. Okay, you guys have had Utah famous people, like mommy yeah, bloggers. We, we had a Ray also, like I had a Ray also Lake player come in yeah. with his with his girl, and they were great. They just like sat in the corner, being beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, were awesome. they were so hot. Some, we've had like some <laughs> hottest like, people tipped well, didn't stay very long. Awesome. This is the perfect combination. Like, I would have no idea. I'd be like, I don't know who that person is. Oh, oh I, I only helped, knew after. I helped someone who was on the um, the Bachelorette, I think. Okay. That's Bridget's like area of expertise. I don't watch the show that much. So like I knew, I kind of was familiar with him. I was like, I know he's familiar because he was on the Bachelorette, but like, Wait, I didn't is, know is this the, um, shoot, maybe you don't want to say, but maybe we can talk about it after. Were they on the, do you know, like you for sure know their names? Yes. I'll tell you their names after. Okay. Cause I'm like, I think I might know who it is, but I also don't want to be like, you probably do. We can talk about it later. We just beat this part out. (laughs) We can tell, we'll tell you some dirt later. Okay. We got some (laughs) perfect. I love this. Me too. Okay. So you told us the weirdest 
our worst experience what's the best experiences you've had with a customer oh I've had so many good ones I feel like um I think the best part of this job for me is I just like I really like talking to people I like just making people feel good you know so I want everyone to have fun and feel like really special and I think it helps you make like just awesome connections. Like I've had lots of really fun conversations with people. Um, I've had like people who come back regularly, like there's this like cute family that lives like really close to us and they come in all the time. And we just like, yeah, we all are so cute. There's this other family who I've got, like I've gotten to know really well. And I was like, just talking to them about their trip to Paris. Like I think it's just fun to like have a good time with your tables and like just get to meet so many different people. Like, I don't know if I have one like specific standout just cause like I've honestly had way more good experiences as like a server and like working with customers than I have like bad ones. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's okay. good. Um, people are generally really nice. Like it's very rare that people are grumpy pusses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had a lady ask me to watch her dog for her because we were just chatting about her Doberman. And I was like, your dog is so beautiful. It's so well behaved. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is my Instagram handle. Do you want to watch my, do you want to babysit my dog while like I travel? And I'm like, lady, I'm a stranger. <laughs> Did you um, ever or no? Oh yeah, for sure. So like, I still talk to her sometimes. Oh my uh, gosh, I love that. I had an elderly couple invite me over for Sunday dinner last Aww. week. They were like, you're being so nice to us. Why are you being so nice? <laughs> like, I didn't want to be like, well, it's my job to be nice to you. <laughs> oh my uh, God. But I mean, it's just like easy to be kind to people. You yeah. never know who you're going to meet and what kind of connections that you're going to make. And what kind of connections like those people are going to bring and it's fun to like get to know your regulars we Mm -hmm. have this fabulous gay couple that comes in all the time and I love 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 seeing them because a they're super nice b they bring in a lot of people and c fashion yeah (laughs) they are serving looks left and right and they are so (laughs) fabulous and like you guys are the most beautiful people I've ever seen thank you for coming in here you're like you brighten my day oh yeah 100 percent. like I always always go out of my way to see you to say hi to regulars if they're like not my table I don't care I'm happy to see them maybe we're just like a weird anomaly I don't know I feel like we're just we've gotten really lucky with like the location that we're at and like kind of the the type of restaurant that we are just like the clientele that comes in like we had a good mix of families and like business people because it's downtown Mm -hmm. and like people from the nearby hotels a lot of out of towners so I don't know if like we just are really lucky to like work in a spot like this where like people are generally really friendly and like we all like each other we might just be like one of the weird ones but we're like not a-holes you know what I mean so it's it's like if you we like we like our jobs we like our jobs we like people we like to see people happy Mm-hmm. If you don't like to see people happy and want to help make them happy, then the service industry is probably not for you. 
yeah also I feel like there's definitely like a personality type too yeah like you, people who are like you know um like I can't think of the right word like really shy like where it's just mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm not sure that that's the right fit like because you have to like talk with talk people, people right so yeah um, yeah you also have to be like um I would say you don't necessarily have to be like extroverted. You have to be really good at um, compartmentalizing and like setting stuff aside. Like you just can't have an off day. If you have an off day, like it's going to affect like the customers, it's going to affect your coworkers, it's going to affect how much money you can make. And so like, if you are just in a terrible mood, you have to be able to like set that at the door and come in. And that's like, I think that's a thing that like not everybody can like do very easily. So that is like a really big aspect of server personality. I feel like is just being able to like have blinders on essentially. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to like be able to shake it off. Yeah. Like Like, quickly. mm -hmm. So sometimes that means I'm going to go stand in the walk-in because it's cold (laughs) and I need to like cool down my body temperature after some lady tells me to check my face I'm like oh excuse me ma'am or tell you so. how to pour the water like this is so weird yeah <laughs> I don't I don't think I'd be able to be a server because I think I'd be probably too passive aggressive I'd be like hmm well you're not gonna get this or whatever but then you also like are hitting your own foot or whatever I have felt that way sometimes I mean, it's hard not to be with certain people, like to have an attitude, you know, like there are some times where I've, I've felt it. (laughs) Yeah. I've been a little bit, there have been times when I've been a little bit sassy, like to the lady who told me to, how to pour the water. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was like, that's just a personal preference. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. Another burning question. What is the most disgusting thing you've seen in the kitchen? if you've seen anything I know you guys say your guys' kitchen's like super clean but yeah Yeah, like like a past restaurant you've worked at or whatever it is is a kitchen um I have seen like some we had a really bad dishwasher dishwashing is like such a crucial job of how a restaurant can function and it's a really hard job to keep people in because it's like very grueling work. And so we had this dishwasher who was just terrible and like would never clean anything. And so like I, it started to smell really funky and I was like, what is going on? I like pull out all the racks and stuff. Like he had not like cleaned out the dishwasher filter or like any of the dump trays. And so there was just like all this food that was like, had been sitting there and was just like clogging all of the drains. And like, that was probably the most disgusting thing I've seen. And probably the worst thing that happened is like, because of that, it kind of led to this issue later on down the road where I was working and I like go into the back. Oh, my whole entire kitchen is flooding. Stop. Oh my <laughs> I am gosh. the only one there. <laughs> it's like 2 PM. The kitchen is flooding. It was like, it was crazy. Ugh. I came into work that day and we played how the heck are we supposed to get all this water out because all the drains are clogged from oh this gosh. food that did not get taken care yeah. of so we're like 
scooping it out with, with our like hands. little things. <laughs> oh. Like one of us has a squeegee and someone has a container. We're like, oh, oh my gosh, it sounds like out of a movie. I ended up having to close early that day and people were pissed. I had to call like reservations and be like, we had an emergency in our kitchen. We are not able to operate. We have to shut down. And like people were so upset. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like this, oh we're doing God. this for you. Like this is yeah. not safe. Like oh, a safe for anybody. work environment for anyone. So yeah. Like how you know what? Actually, one time a homeless person did poop on our patio. That was pretty that was pretty bad. Oh my gosh. Cause we're like we're downtown. So yeah. it is unavoidable. <laughs> yeah oh my my gosh so what did you guys do you guys Uh, um I cleaned it up and then afterwards found out that there's these like people downtown um that wear like yellow shirts and you can call them as like an alternative to calling the police um so it's like non-violent confrontation so like they told me if that ever happens to call them and they'll like come clean it up for us and I was like wow I wish I was oh my gosh The ambassadors are really awesome. We had a, had a homeless man come in and like start screaming at me and, and our, one of the, the owner's wife or one, one of the owners. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like ready to throw hands and like, not in front of her. You can't be acting. I'm like, I don't care if you're acting like this to me, but you cannot act like this to her. So it's nice to yeah, they're super helpful. I would oh. say that's an unexpected, uh, or maybe unexpected. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it happens when you're downtown. Yeah. Downtown. Part of living down there. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's just part of it, unfortunately. Yep. Or and not living, but yeah, working. They're pretty calm and not, you know, going to no. come and fight you. That guy just woke up and chose violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's like, so, um, what it, I guess, I don't know if you guys answered this or not, but do you guys ever eat like the leftover food? She's like, uh, yeah, we do. No, wait. Yes. Yes, you do. Or no. Not Okay. Not, not regularly. Right. No. But like there have, there been times where people are like a plate, like they send a plate back that they haven't touched where I'm just like, this is like a full plate of food. I don't want it to go to waste. I'm hungry. I'll just like snack on it. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing I have done. Um, a churro. We've worked with people who do more, do it more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess it just comes down to like how you feel about it. Like I, I wouldn't if they've eaten off of it already, especially because of COVID stuff, but like, oh, I've true. definitely seen it happening like more than I thought I would ever see. It <laughs> I, we had this, we had this new drink that came out in a fruit dish. I'm trying to be very vague, <laughs> um, in a fruit dish that came out and like, it makes, it takes a lot of work to make this particular drink. And they had like one sip of it and then didn't drink the rest of it. And when I cleared it, I was like, I want to know what this tastes like. And so I had some of it in the back and our GM was like, Beth, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, please don't nothing, forget me. Nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm not drinking this person's drink. <laughs> You're definitely not drinking someone's drink. That's not what I'm doing. You're not at all. I was like, yeah. I just wanted to taste. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> I mean, like, the reality of like this industry, 
unfortunately that like people don't want to talk about I think about like there's an exorbitant amount of waste like I was just gonna say you probably have seen a ton of food waste there just is like and not just from like the customer end but like food has a shelf life so if we prep stuff that's just not popular that week like we have to get rid of it like there's just a lot a lot of waste that goes into the restaurant industry unfortunately yeah I know I um used to be friends with this girl and she I, sometimes I don't bring my leftovers home because I know I'm not going to eat it. It's just going to go from one place. It's going to go to my fridge, sit there for a week, and I'm not going to do anything. And yeah. this girl, she just was like so anti-food waste. She'd be like, I'll take it home. She would take home like everybody's thing because she would just eat it. And I, was, I mean, that's great. But also like, yeah. anyway, yeah, tons of food. She was very like conscious of food waste. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Your server might take a bite off that plate when they're dropping it off Dude, I love that though. This is, this is like the stuff we want to know. But We're they don't here. like, they don't, some of them like don't care if you've eaten off of it. Like you guys, no, don't some care. people don't care. We, no. uh, that's not my personal brand. Me either. But some people just don't care. I'm like, I don't know. You do you. I don't want to see it, but <laughs> whatever. There's <laughs> okay. like a line between taking steak off of a plate like million dollar baby style and putting it in a tin yes. foil to eat later and like having a bite of a churro because mm-hmm. they got churros and left half of them untouched. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. My okay, so I do have one question to follow up with this. And this isn't, I don't know if I don't think Liz wrote this down, but um so I have heard there's like there was a rumor going on. I don't know if you guys he- have heard this guy's name's one he called it's like one bite pizza. He like goes, I love him. Okay, One yeah. bite. Everybody knows the rules. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he goes around and he like does eats pizza. My husband like loves him. So anyway, Ryan, he like went to Chuck E. Cheese because um he wanted to. He actually thought it was OK. Like he. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so um I guess there was this thing that was going around. I don't know where it was, but the Chuck E. Cheese was um for people that like weren't finishing their pizza all the way like if they maybe ordered like a whole pizza and only half of it and left the other half that they were combining like people's pizzas together and then giving <laughs> it to the customer gross so, is this real bridge pizza well i don't know if it's real that's what he was trying to like see if it was oh, no. he was going to see if he could debunk it but he was like i don't think that this happens but obviously i have no idea and so I just was curious if you guys have seen that ever, like in the restaurant industry, where maybe like if somebody does upcycling food, well, no, if somebody <laughs> doesn't eat all of their, like, I mean, I know you guys were going to Mexican restaurant and I like not to say it's like this specific restaurant, but maybe a different one. But like, if somebody doesn't eat all of their flour tortillas, like, would you like take I don't know, the rest one? of them and put them to the other person's order or whatever? No, but no. I'll eat them. <laughs> I like such a little trash goblin well, that like I'll eat, eat people's if like they don't eat their flour like they don't eat their tortillas I know because there's two tortillas in the thing yeah and they're yeah. like pack- they're like in a foil package to keep oh them okay but the only thing I would no. I wish we could do that with and it wasn't a health hazard was our chips because mm. sometimes you'll drop chips down and nobody touches mm-hmm. them and then we just throw them away like oh, when you're yeah. and that just like sucks because they t- they're a yeah. pain in the butt to make yeah and I wish there I wish there was a way that we could be like can combine these but they're just you know it's I mean it's not the 
same, quite the same, but like sometimes, yes, um, the kitchen will like make an order and it comes out and we're like, oh, this was supposed to not have Pico on it. And they'll just like scrape it off off with their gloved hand and like still give it to them. Like sometimes they don't always remake it or like sometimes we'll ring in like a drink wrong and we'll leave it on like the counter and like hope that we can sell it. Mm -hmm. But like, we don't let it, we don't like resell it if it's been past like five or 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So like generally we're not like recycling food in that way, but like, yes, sometimes we do. I was just curious. Well, I'm sure like it makes, um, like, economically and I don't know not to be wasteful because I just I was wondering if that ever happens yeah like sometimes like I've accidentally rung in like a margarita and I'm like oh crap I rung in four margaritas instead of three can someone sell another margarita in like five minutes or can (laughs) I do that because I messed up yeah and if nobody can and if it's like food that's extra food like we mess up then we just get to eat it Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So like the best time that the best circumstances ever happened was um, we have a very big dish and it comes with lots of meat and vegetables and uh, part of it has shrimp. And so this couple asked for no shrimp because of a seafood allergy. And so when the staff was making it, they put shrimp on and I was like, we can't scratch that you got to make a whole nother one one. and like that sucks because it takes a lot of work to make this but like everyone else who was working was like yeah we're finally gonna try this (laughs) (laughs) like our like our big deal dish on the menu and it's uh it was nice to be able to like have the whole kitchen staff just like gather around and like eat this and it was really yummy but like we try yeah I think that's a better way to like not waste food that we try at least yeah do you guys ever lie though about like if something's vegan or gluten? I try not to because if they really do have an allergy and they like really get sick and have to go to the hospital, like that's on us and that's a lawsuit. And oh, I don't want to get sued. Like it could be, it could turn into something like really big. Like, yeah. So yeah, we we try not to. I mean, we have like a lot of gluten-free stuff. So <laughs> if you know any gluten-free people, it's a great place to come. Cause like, it's mostly, mostly corn. corn. <laughs> That's oh, true. really? Yeah. But if someone like we had a woman order a pina colada and then drink the whole thing and then be like, Oh, I'm allergic to white rum. Like, like ma'am, that's in the ingredients yeah. on the menu. <laughs> yeah. Well, why are you ordering that if you're allergic to yeah. it? No way. Like, ma'am, this is Wendy's. Come on. So <laughs> typically, like, I try not to. I sometimes people will ask, like, hey, does this have cheese or is this vegan? And I'll go back and pretend like I know enough Spanish to ask our kitchen staff. Um, <laughs> you're like, uh, queso? that's about it that's all that's all my uh, high school and college Spanish has gotten me guys so (laughs) that's the thing like to that point of like food allergies like we totally get that people have food allergies and we will do our best to accommodate special requests but like there are just some things where there are just dishes that are prepared a certain way 
And if you have to make a million adjustments to it, like just don't get it because it's not yeah. going to taste the same. Yeah. It's so much extra work for us. So like, and we, it's going to take a while. Yeah, we try, we try our best to accommodate, but at the same time, like you do you get some people it. who just want like the most absurd things. It's like, are you being for real right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Go home and cook. Our, and, and then we have to go back to the, sh- to the kitchen staff and be like, can you do this? And be like, hello. Yeah. I'm so sorry. These people are terrible, but I love you. Oh my gosh. The, here's like, <laughs> if you are friends with the kitchen staff, that is like the top tier move because if Just they guess. like you, they will do whatever you like ask them to do, even if it's the stupidest request. And they'll also just like make you food too, like off menu stuff. We have this guy in the kitchen who works and like, he'll make us breakfast and just like, (laughs) that's nice. Being friends with the kitchen staff is like where you want to be. Cause if they like you, your life is so much easier. (laughs) Right. Okay. I feel like we have to go try out their restaurant now. After I know we'll have to ask you the name of it af- offline because I do. Yes. We'd love to. Yeah. yeah. We'd love to well, because I'm coming in a couple weeks. That would be fun. Not in a couple weeks. You're coming in. Oh, like wait, five days. Saturday. Holy crap! Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, you guys need to come. Um, yeah, if, if I make it to make it to Saturday, I'll, I'll come in on Saturday night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I'll be like two days away from ha- popping out a baby, but like Mexican food's where it's at, bro. Okay, so yeah. Last question. Um, what have you guys learned about like uh, relationships through observing them, like through like your eyes? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, we get a lot of dates that come in. Uh, mm-hmm. We had the this couple that came in like every other week, get in a fight. One of them would storm off in the restaurant, leave. Ooh come back 20 minutes later they'd kiss and make up and everything would be fine um I would say them I've learned the most about like interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. um and that the restaurant industry really revolves around a lot of like sexual tension between the staff <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's probably so- true there is like a lot of just like underlying sexual tension between everyone front of house back of house kitchen staff wait staff everyone's just like flirting with each other constantly it's how we get through the day like it does not matter how old you are oh Oh my heck I love this so creepy um (laughs) everyone who works there is over 18 so (laughs) I just sounded like such a creep um but yeah like I flirt with our little bus boys all the time because they are just cute and tiny and I just want to gobble them up because you're like with (laughs) these people every day and like you're with them at weird hours like it's just inevitable yeah it just happens I think there's probably a lot of shenanigans that go around <laughs> a lot of a lot of work crushes That's I, fun. I feel like it is fun honestly <laughs> I kind of love it I love my work crushes that would be fun I think of like I there's so many different like kinds of like relationships that are happening I think like working in a restaurant you develop like you have to develop good communication skills and 
like we talked about before, just like being able to kind of like go with the flow, not, not take things too personally, let like be able to shake things off. But like one of my favorite parts about working is just seeing people who come in, like seeing families come in for like a 60th wedding, like a 60th birthday party, or like, we want to celebrate our son's graduation here. Like we want to come here for our first date. We want to come here for like our 50th date. We want to celebrate a birthday. Like there's so many different kinds of things. Like I feel like that thing at love actually in that movie where like, he's talking about all the things you see at airports, like restaurants are kind of the same things. Like you can see the worst, like sometimes the worst of people, but also the best of people. And like, I think food is one of those things that we all connect on, like on a base level. It's like, a shared experience together and like we want people to come in and like have that like connect over food and like have that emotional experience like it's such a beautiful thing to witness like people just like spending time with the people they love over a good meal like that's what it's all about and like that's what makes it worth like while for me to be there yeah. like, I just I love food and I love people <laughs> it's really it's really cute and heartwarming to watch a lot of the time like especially like little elderly couples that come in with their family and Aww. like people who try and fight over paying the bill <laughs> oh, yeah. my, my family every single out. time yeah. we ever go out yeah. my dad's always like I'll do it I'm like dude relax like if someone like you <laughs> and it just turns into this big thing and like the waiter's right there and I'm like they're probably feeling so awkward because my dad's pulling the card someone else is pulling the card and like ay, ay, ay. we're making we this- love it we we do love it <laughs> we love to see it like that's the thing now is it like it's about more than like buying stuff now like post-covid I feel like it's about like connecting with people again mm-hmm. and I think like going out to eat with your family or friends or loved ones is like the perfect way to like share a good moment together yeah yeah dude that was like so that was, that was good yeah that was, that was, I was gonna say eloquent I can't think the right my brain guys does not work right now so um <laughs> I that yeah good. that was ending on a high note there I love it but, yeah yeah it was beautifully said thank May, you, you want so it? much yeah yeah thank was, you Oh, sorry. Go on, Liz. No, I, was, I don't know what I'm doing. Just stop yeah, me. I'm like, you need to just, I don't know. <laughs> I like, this was all so good because I just have always have so many questions about what goes on. I hit the only like food industry that I've worked at is Mrs. Fields at Fashion Place Mall. Bridget like, like wants to put that in in every single episode. I know, I'm like, Mrs. Fields, <laughs> please come Mrs. back. You're, you're part of the industry, baby. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. Like, I remember working at the mall. The mall was super fun because like you had a lot of people from other stores that would come and like get a drink or get a cookie. And it was like and we were right across the uh, like there was like. Uh, T-Mobile that was like right across from our like little store but they were in the middle like yeah a kiosk holy crap I my brain also does not work but um and it was fun because like we would like talk back and forth with like these people and it was so the flirting thing bridge yeah Yeah, flirting like flirt with them and just it was just fun it was a fun atmosphere but that's like my only only experience Mm -hmm. And Liz has good old Papa Murphy's back. Papa in the- Murphy's, you guys, in high school, smell like onions oh. all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, thank you guys again for coming and for being on this podcast, sharing your stories. This was fun. 
thank yeah. you for, Thanks for having us for letting us we always yeah. think we have fun stories so it's it's like fun to share with I know I'm like I want to know more about the maid stuff now I'm like like another podcast idea yeah get her yeah you got to get her back yeah, out talk about being a maid. Like, I need to know all the things like the grossest the, any hacks that you have too my <laughs> I could horrify you about the things that I have found in people's houses oh my gosh yeah that would I would love that that'd be awesome <laughs> okay well thanks for your time guys we'll see you Bye. later thanks ladies